Welcome to the Perpetual Traffic Podcast. This is your host, Ralph Burns, and this is the show where we share cutting-edge strategies and acquiring leads and sales for your business through paid traffic. And we have a special, special guest here today. We kicked out Cossum. We're taking over Perpetual Traffic. It's just me and Tom. Tom Meredith, the VP of Marketing at Tier 11, who's going to be talking about customer acquisition amplification and the whole framework that we use that we want to explain to you because I think you should be using it as well in all of your digital marketing. We found it's the key to success. And we use this as a touchstone that we always come back to at Tier 11. Whenever we're stuck on a problem, we always come back to the customer acquisition amplification graphic, which we're going to be going through here with Tom today. So Tom Meredith, welcome to Perpetual Traffic. Yeah, happy to be here again. I think it's been over a year since the last time I was on talking about creative. So I'm very excited to be on and talking about our customer acquisition amplification. Yeah, it's a framework, like I said before. It's not something that's specific to us. But what we did find is that when we were trying to figure out like what are the commonalities in the customer accounts that we deal with that are very successful and ultimately get tremendous results, not just like average results or good results are good, but we are going for great here. And it kept coming back to certain principles, which are all encapsulated in this formula, in this template, in this sort of framework that we use to manage $100 million a year in ad spend. So I'm pretty excited to go through it. And I think you're going to learn a lot here from Tom. And this is the kind of stuff that you'll actually be getting with the customer acquisition show, if I'm not mistaken, Tom. Oh, yeah, definitely. The customer acquisition show is basically all about how we use customer acquisition amplification and the fundamentals that go into advertising in general, but specifically online and digital marketing. But in the customer acquisition show, yeah, we get a little bit more into tactics and how we're using specific parts of customer acquisition amplification. So you know, every week on Friday, we have our live on YouTube talking about different tactics and different things that we're seeing within our own teams here at Tier 11, specifically how some of these tactics fit within the broader customer acquisition amplification framework, getting back to the fundamentals that we all know as advertisers. And it's especially important as these algorithms and platforms and the economy in general is changing. It's really getting away from specific hacks and getting back to fundamentals and using those and adapting them to the current marketplace. Yeah. That's what we cover every week here on the customer acquisition show. Yeah, it's a little bit deeper than where we go here in perpetual traffic. And obviously, we're all about traffic on this side of the equation and acquiring leads and sales for your business. But the customer acquisition show just is far more in depth. And we'll give you a little preview of what that's like in today's show. So, Tom, before we get into all that, if you got a nugget for the perpetual traffic listener? Yeah, it's an oldie, but a goodie. It's something that. I developed way back when I was an art director. I didn't develop it. I just named, gave it a name. We call it the love sandwich. And basically, it is taking a testimonial, so love for your brand, a demo of your actual product, 
and another testimonial at the end and pushing them together like a sandwich. And it always worked really well for us, but it's even more so, it's even more useful now with a lot more native content. With a lot more UGC out there, it's a lot easier to create these love sandwiches and making them feel more native to the platform you're on. There's also a still version of this, which we call a textimonial. You could use a similar concept where you're taking text from a review or a testimonial on one of your products and just putting it on top of your product image or an image of somebody demoing your product or even just the face of a happy customer. And those two in combination really cover a lot of the different placements and different use cases with particularly Facebook and Meta's platforms. Yeah, it's a really effective way to do of a creative or get a creative out there quickly. I think we've talked about different types of creatives in the past, and we actually have a resource where you can download the Love Sandwich template as well as a bunch of other templates, which we have over at cheer11.com forward slash formula, which was from actually an earlier show. We added in the Love Sandwich onto that template. So definitely check that out, cheer11.com forward slash formula. But the product demo video, the teach and pitch video, the Trojan horse tutorial video, the pitch demo video, which is a little bit longer version of the Love Sandwich. The Love Sandwich is typically is shorter. So whenever you're using a, a testimonial or some kind of UGC content, you don't want to put the whole testimonial in there. You want to put the, just the best juicy nugget, which is usually what? About 10 to 15 seconds, Tom, and then you have demo in between, then you have another 10 to 15 seconds, and then typically a call to action at the end, correct? Yeah, exactly. And it's really just quick love, quick demo, and more love with the call to action. And if you're working with UGC creators, it's a script that you can give them. Have them talk about their love for the product, have them demo the product, finish up with a little bit more love and the results, and then go straight into the call to action to buy your product. Yeah, and if you don't have video, the testimonial is, I love that name, by the way. It's just putting a testimonial from your customer as an overlay over your product image, which is just even simpler. These are like totally fast hacks people can put together. And we're really seeing like everything that's UGC, creator content, even to a certain degree, influencer spokesperson content on the front end of traffic really working extremely well right now. I think the love demo is used for cold traffic, but also used for retargeting as well. I know a lot of folks use that for the level two, level three targeting, which is really helpful to continue people down the customer acquisition path, ultimately to become a converter. Yeah, super good, super good tip here. Make sure you check out tier11.com forward slash formula to get all those formulas. We're going to be back with Tom getting into what is this customer acquisition amplification template and how you can use it to scale and grow your business, especially in the coming year, right after this quick break. This is the Customer Acquisition Show, the podcast that helps you turn complete strangers into repeat customers and grow your business. All right, we are back. We're here with Tom Meredith, who's the VP of Marketing at Tier 11. He's going to be going through the customer acquisition amplification here. And how did we come up with this? This is, we didn't just come upon it one day in the shower, you thought about it, but it was an evolution over time, <laughs> as I recall. Definitely was. I'd like to always think I have the great shower ideas, but yeah, with the customer acquisition amplification, it's just been a continual evolution of what we've kind of been discovering at Tier 11 over the past, was it 10 years at this point? It goes way back like to the Michigan method, 
where we first started figuring out how to get customers going through different levels of their customer journey at that point. And then we evolved that into our e-com ad amplifier, which I'm sure everybody's familiar with. They may have heard that once or twice on the Perpetual Traffic podcast, but that was really getting a lot more specific about how to communicate with your customers at different levels, different traffic levels, whether it was cold or whether it was engaged or page views or page view audiences, even getting into add to cart. Like each person needs to see something different. But as things changed and the algorithms really started to evolve and get a lot better, traffic levels became a little bit, not quite as relevant as they used to be. Like the algorithms are really good at finding the right person at the right time. It's just a matter of you getting them the right content. And this is really how, what led to the growth of the customer acquisition amplification model. So one day we had this realization that these traffic levels really aligned with Eugene Schwartz's levels of customer awareness. And if you're not familiar with that, I highly recommend you go read that book, Breakthrough Advertising by Eugene Schwartz. But one of the key concepts in there is talking about the different stages of awareness that customers go through in their buying journey from being completely unaware, like completely unaware, like not even aware that they have a problem. So it's your job as the advertiser to make them aware of your problem. And they go from being aware that they have a problem to now needing to know how to solve that problem. And then we call that, we don't call it, Eugene Schwartz calls that solution aware, which we happily borrowed. And then once they're aware of that the solution exists for their problem, then it's making them aware of your product solving that problem. And once they're aware of your product, it's they're really the most aware they need to be. You really just need to get them to take action. So in that most aware level, it's how do you get somebody to take that action? It's usually with scarcity or driving the action right now. And then we took a little bit of liberty and added one additional awareness level, which we are calling outcome aware. Somebody who's already purchased your product and is aware of what it's like to use your product and the outcome they have. Your job there is really to make them be nostalgic for that outcome so that they will buy again. So Schwartz is five levels you took it to the sixth level, which I love, which is, he's probably rolling over in his grave. But if you get the book, and we'll leave links in the show notes, our good friend Brian Kurtz has probably the most affordable version of it. And I know we plug it a lot here on the show, but definitely check it out. It's at BreakthroughAdvertising.com. We'll leave links in the show notes. Definitely get it from him because it's a discounted price. But it, this is a modification and an and a interpretation for the 2020s of a concept that was introduced back in the 60s, really, is levels of awareness. Human nature really doesn't change all that much. It's just that they didn't have retargeting back then. <laughs> and I think it really is powered by front-end ads, which in most cases are the majority of your ad spend. And then the retargeting is a very small portion, maybe you know, 10 to 15 or maybe even 20% of your ad spend. So we really do focus on that top level, which is why some of those video templates are so important to attract people at the very top of the funnel, which is what we refer to as level one, or that might be unaware or maybe even problem aware. And how do they engage with your brand to get some level of curiosity to start continuing down or traveling down the customer acquisition path? Yeah, and those first two levels of awareness are the hardest because they're they're hard in that there are so many possible ways to c- communicate with the potential customer. You have to find the right problem. You have to show that problem in the right way. And the video templates are really a great way to do that because it really breaks things out into blocks that you can combine. So maybe you 
hit on one problem from one angle, but you can still use testimonials from that work at lower levels and combine those together. And just really an iterative process of getting into the different possible problems and solutions that are going to resonate with your audience. And because there are so many different opportunities and possibilities, that's why it's so hard. Yeah, I think today it's when we first started doing this was, oh, it's seven touch points before they become a customer. Google now says it's 500 touch points. So the paradigm has potentially changed in a world in which attention spans are maybe shorter than they ever have been. Whether it's seven or whether it's 500, I don't know. I don't really believe Google. I don't believe the seven either because that's just too too few. So it's somewhere in between. So you do have to come in contact and think about like how many ads you actually see in an actual day. And I think it was calculated in the United States that the average adult sees 3,000 ads in a particular day. That's through just driving and seeing advertising on the side of the road, billboards, all the way to the stuff that you see on the internet, on your phone, as you're scrolling through your Instagram. That's a lot of ads. Think about it this way. If you're just relying on one asset to take somebody from who doesn't know who you are all the way to become a lifelong customer, you either have to have a tremendously great offer or just an amazing front-end creative. And we don't really see that as the case. We have seen it, and I actually did a case study on a customer where their product was so damn good and in such demand, they weren't even using conversion ads because the product was so good and they were getting registrations for their app, which is ultimately a money-sending app. So unless you have a product offering like that, chances are you're going to need multiple assets and you're going to need to understand this whole continuum, which we refer back to as customer acquisition amplification. Yeah. And it really, the touch points, I think, come down to like how expensive your product is and how much convincing it takes. Something that is an app like that, where it's basically doesn't cost you anything except for a small transaction fee. There's not a whole lot of expense in using that. There's a trust that needs to be built. And I think they did a pretty good job of building that trust with some key influencers for the country where they were sending remittance to. But if you have a bigger product, a high ticket item, that could potentially be 500 or more touch points. And it's not always just straight conversion ads. It's important to be on your so- on in people's native social feeds, getting recommended by other people in publications. Like it There's so much more that goes into advertising in general beyond just this small little direct response conversion ad for level five. Like, sure, retargeting audiences always get the best ROAS, but there's only so much scale there. Right. And this is really a framework for helping expand your ability to scale both vertically and horizontally. And I think all the assets that we have here in this template can also be used for organic as well. It used to be paid versus organic. I remember when we were first starting the show, we talked about that a fair amount. It's almost like there was a rivalry between the paid side and the social side. Well, now we realize that it's really, it's a combination of both. And so you can use these assets, sure, in your ads. Better yet, just get them out there to the public prior to using them with a credit card behind it. Actually find out what resonates with your audiences first, just through your page or through your your YouTube or your other social channels, Instagram. We certainly do this a lot inside Tier 11. And we find what's the stuff that resonates with that audience. And then those could turn into paid ads for our service. And I think it's a good way of looking at it. And that means you have to create, 
you do have to create content here. I think that's one of the things that is universal is that you know, we find this oftentimes when we work with customers is that they don't have the capability to be able to produce the content. Well, then we'll come in and maybe connect them with a creator, or actually do it on our own with them through a level of partnership because that front end creative, that messaging, that actual human being talking about the benefits of their product is so vital for people being engaged and irking that curiosity that ultimately could lead, if you do it right, and if you follow this sort of template, ultimately to a sale and a lifelong customer. Yeah, and I think it goes way beyond just advertising and marketing. Like a little secret here is even on the presentation and we did internally for this, I built it using the levels of awareness and this camp framework or customer acquisition amplification framework. Like I walked the team through being completely unaware of what we were doing all the way through getting them the most aware and excited to use it. Any sort of pitch deck you do, any opportunity that you have to really try to get somebody to take action, it's really going through these very fundamental steps of their you call them a customer, but their customer awareness journey. And yeah. we're recording this sort of on the heels of Black Friday, Cyber Monday, which a lot of those campaigns are actually extending through this week, according to our VP of Ops. But a lot of them were a last chance. This is the last chance you can get 40% off. That is a level four, level five deep in the funnel. I'm just about to buy. I've already been exposed to your product kind of thing. And you're giving them some scarcity, some a little bit of a push, a gentle push, whether it's the death of the queen or the 40% off sale. It's like you need something at the end of the customer acquisition path to finally push them over the edge. It's usually having something to do with scarcity or pricing in most cases. But yeah, it's, it's universal. So really, customer acquisition amplification is all about persuasion. It's not just about digital advertising or marketing. And you can use it and, and deploy it in your regular home life or even in your married life. So use it with care. Yeah. Use it with caution. It, it's dangerous. It needs to be used for good, Tom. That's the thing. Yeah. And call it saying persuasion that maybe has a bad context, but it's really, you're not necessarily trying to persuade people, but just to really make them aware of different opportunities or missed opportunities and removing any sort of like objections that they have. And anytime you're interacting with somebody, it is about doing that and communicating with them. And especially if you're trying to get them to do something for you, I do with my kids. It's just, they have objections. Will you methodically remove those objections and then you drive scarcity and that's mm -hmm. often in the loss of toys <laughs> <laughs> that is true there's always punishment too which is always a good a good tactic that's more on the urgency factor probably so when we were coming up with customer acquisition amplification i know it went through lots of different iterations so how did it evolve ultimately yeah, so going all the way back to the e-com ad amplifier, that was fundamentally about media buying on Facebook. But as the market got more mature and we got more mature as an agency, we realized there weren't things that fit within the e-com ad amplifier. Like we had expanded our services to Google ads, YouTube, TikTok, Pinterest, LinkedIn, and those just didn't fit. And beyond that, we added in conversion architecture, which is our after the click service where we really hone the funnel after somebody clicks on the ad to drive conversion all throughout and optimize 
Basically, it's CRO after the click, which also didn't fit. We tried to mash all that together along with the creative aspect that goes into this. So our first iteration was really trying to mash all that in. And it became a little bit overwhelming because it was very tactic focused and not necessarily mindset focused. What to do specifically for this scenario. But there were so many scenarios on this matrix that we went back to the fundamentals of how to think about doing what you want to do at these different levels across the different services. So on this on the graphic, when you get it, you'll see that there's a section for copywriting and creative. There's a section for media buying on the different channels, whether it's social, whether it's discovery or in search. And then getting into like CRO and conversion architecture and funnels in general, it really helps coach how to think about the different levels of the awareness journey. So what we finally landed on was something that it's hopefully pretty easy to digest, even if it looks like a lot at the beginning. It's really trying to understand what kind of content you need to create at each level for whether it's creative or on the funnel side, and then how to think about putting those into the different ad platforms and targeting with them. All right, we are back with Tom Meredith, VP of Marketing at Tier 11, and we have gone through the overview of customer acquisition amplification, sort of the template, the framework that we use to run over $100 million a year. That's a big number, Tom. I always admit, fly by it, but that's actually a lot of spend. And to be able to do that, you have to have frameworks. You have to have SOPs. And it's a way for us to have some universal truths of marketing come through and remind our team this thing is actually used on a regular basis when they're stuck on any particular problem or when we have a really challenging product or service that we're trying to sell and get the world interested in through paid advertising, refer to this whole thing. And that's the reason why you can head on over to tier11.com forward slash camp that's camp with two a's and download your free copy so tom take it away what's next where do you start how does it all begin and take us through the whole thing yeah so when you download this framework you'll see where to start there's a giant pink arrow that says start here and in this header section is really the big aha moment we had over I guess it's about a year ago now, of how to evolve the EAA, Ecom Ad Amplifier, into this next iteration with the customer acquisition amplification. And this header, header really contains two main sections. The first section is the evolution of Eugene Schwartz's levels of customer awareness. And then the second section below that is the marketing goal. So one is very customer-focused, what the customer needs, and the other is what is the marketer focused section. So just hitting quickly on the levels of customer awareness, we talked about it a little bit earlier, the unaware person, they just, they need curiosity. They don't know they have a problem. So you need to, in a entertaining way, educate them about their problem. And then once they have a problem, they become problem aware. And then they just need hope that there's a solution to their problem. It's your job as the marketer to show them what that solution is and give them hope. And then once they're solution aware, they really need clarity because in most cases, there's lots of solutions to a problem, but you need to make them aware that your product is the right solution to that problem. And then they really just need some assurance, knowing that your your product is the right one to fix their problem. And once they're aware that your product is the right one and they have confidence and are sure of it, 
really they just need novelty. They need a reason to buy right now. You need to drive action through some scarcity and then hopefully they purchase right then and there. And then you'll come back to them a little bit later once they are aware of the outcome. They just need some nostalgia, a reminder of what life was like after they used your product, the benefit from it and how happy they were. And then your goal is really to get them to buy again. So just quickly hitting on the marketing goals. If they're unaware, your job is to captivate them. If they're problem aware, you need to educate them. If you're solution, if they're solution aware, you need to showcase your product. If once your product aware, you need to build trust. And when they're most aware, you need to drive that action. And once they're aware of the outcome, you want to increase their lifetime value. So for each one of these sort of levels, relating it back to the e-com ad amplifier, the ad amplifier, we had templates of videos and different types of ads that we would use that simply integrate into this. And if you have the e-com ad amplifier, the ad amplifier, you've downloaded it before, you're using it in your marketing, great. It's very relatable to this whole system because that hasn't really changed all that much. The only thing that's changed is all these individual levels maybe aren't as precise as they once were pre-iOS. Like we could really separate out page view audiences from view content, from add to cart, from initiate checkout to purchase. Now you might not have as much clarity, but you're still creating audiences like that inside Facebook. And that's one of the things that we do all the time. Whenever we start with a Facebook account, a Google account, a YouTube account, doesn't matter what the account is, we always separate out by levels of awareness. And then there's assets that typically go along with each level. And for somebody at the top of the funnel, which is in essence level one or cold traffic, like you have to engage them with some kind of curiosity, you have to captivate them. Then that next stage, now that they are aware of maybe who you are, you have to educate them on what your product actually does. And then you have to showcase why it's that good, why it's that important. And then you build trust along the way, maybe with testimonials, UGC content, and finally the call to action is a call to action with some kind of scarcity or some kind of pricing or something to actually get them to finally push over the edge and finally take that action to purchase. And then obviously increasing LTV at the end is what happens once they actually do buy and maybe they haven't purchased in a while and you're just re-educating them on the benefits that they experienced once they got the product the first time. So there's a lot that relates back to the EAA, the Ecom Ad Amplifier. We're using too many acronyms here, Tom, between CAMP and EAA. But the point is like the, uh, humans haven't changed a whole lot. The systems that we use and the platforms that we use have changed a little bit from the last two, three years. Maybe when we first introduced the Ecom Ad Amplifier five years ago, but the principles still remain the same. People are still persuaded using this five or six step system here. And I think it's important to remember that. Yeah, and the Ecom Ad Amplifier still lives, very, it's a very core to this customer acquisition amplification framework. It is basically unchanged in the media buying section of this. Maybe we've expanded it to other platforms, but the fundamentals are the same. I think the big evolution here is a bit more on the creative side, especially now when you can't really control exactly where you're gonna find the person in their levels of traffic, like whether they're cold or retargeting. You really have to be very sharp and precise with your creative and a lot of variety as well. So it's very specific creative and lots of it. Yeah, for sure. So what's the next step in the, the whole super system here? Yeah, so getting into, we call it the creative lab, but this is fundamentally the creative section of how to think about 
the ads that you're going to make. You know, whether you're making the ads yourself or you are working with UGC creators to make these ads for you, or even an outsourced graphic designer or copywriter. It's really helps guide you on how to think about communicating with the customer. It really guides you on how to communicate with the customer at this level of their customer awareness journey. So just take a quick look at the graphic. You'll see in the copywriting and creative visual creative section what you need to be doing for somebody who's unaware. You really need to stop their scroll, show them their problem in an intriguing way, and just tell a story, something that engages them, wants them to read more. So after they are aware of their problem, the next thing you want to do with your copy and creative is show them what the ideal after state is. Give them hope for what they can have once their problem has gone away. And you can go through the, and look at the different levels within the visual and copywriting section of this, but you get the basic idea. But the cool thing I think about how this works is with the video ad, it, you don't have to think of these as individual creatives. You can walk somebody through all these levels or most of them within a single video ad. So if you stop their scroll with an intriguing story and then you show them what the problem is, and then you show them what relief looks like to their problem and explaining how your product's unique mechanism services that problem. And really, this is where testimonies come in. You want to prove that your product will work for somebody like them. And then the final thing is like conveying that scarcity, strong CTA, buy now. And then those are the sections that you can put within a single video ad and really walking somebody through the whole customer awareness journey. I think that's really important. And I think the, even though it's two separate downloads here, because there's a lot, there's a lot to digest. <laughs> I do think the templates that we talked about bef before do all of this. They actually, in all of those individual templates, they take from somebody from unaware or maybe problem aware all the way through to the conversion. So you can do this in a single video. In, in most cases, I would say if you're putting a, that type of video, let's say you put the teach and pitch video, which is a great example of this, which is absolutely a scroll stopper, talks about the success, explains, showcase, builds trust, does all this all in one video. You may be able to do that in one video, but maybe 99 out of 100 people who watch that video don't take that next step, which is okay, because you have all your other assets that are going to back up that initial asset. So I don't think there's anything wrong with trying to take someone from unaware all the way to most aware to purchase in one video. If you can do it, great, but don't rely on that. My thought is that you always want to go for the sale, always give them the opportunity to buy and the reasons to buy. But in most cases, maybe one to 2% are going to do that. So that means that you need a backup plan. You need other assets to be able to persuade and also take them down this path with other assets that sort of match what you did on the first step, but ultimately lead to a conversion. And I think this graphic shows that really well. Yeah, it's very flexible in that way in that you can create these as individual assets. You can combine them together. If you have a video that follows this whole framework, you can continually swap out your scroll stoppers to see which one works. Once you find a scroll stopper works, you can start swapping out what the ideal after state looks like, really hammering on different problems and showing different solutions. And maybe those just live together and have a call to action. Or maybe the whole thing lives together. And, and with 
graphics are limited a little bit with your graphic ads in that you can typically only show one, maybe two of these awareness levels in a single ad. And that's where you kind of have to rely on your copy to service the needs of that awareness level. Yeah, absolutely. So what's uh, take us through the uh, the next step here. Yeah, so that previous step was really all about the creative that you make. This next one we call the traffic harmonizer, and that's really how all these different platforms work together, how they harmonize, if you will. So whether that's the meta platforms, other social platforms, discovery platforms like TikTok, and then the Google platforms like YouTube and ads, Google ads. This really guides you on how to think about targeting within each of these and the different levels of awareness. This maybe has changed a little bit since the original e-com ad amplifier in that the algorithms have improved a lot since then and they have a lot more flexibility. So you can run quite a bit more broad and still have assets that you had planned to go to level one or be earlier levels of awareness be shown later in the funnel. It's up to the algorithm to find the right ad for the right person at the right time, the right placement. And eventually it'll optimize so that it is finding the right person to finally make that end sale. Yeah. I think with a lot of the dynamic platforms now, meaning performance max, dynamic creative on the meta side, you can load up all these assets. And the idea is instead of separating them out, the levels of traffic, the algorithm itself will learn, the AI will learn to ultimately combine them in such a way so that they're resonating with people at different levels of awareness all the way to the conversion. So that's a less manual way of doing it, but I think understanding this entire concept just as part of your overall marketing plan, whether you're separating it out on level one all the way through level five on the manual Facebook or Google campaign, or whether you're doing it through some of the more dynamic types of ads, the ideas are the same. You still need the same assets to convert different people at different stages of awareness. And I think that's the thing that we're trying to get through here is it's not a one size fits all. And the beauty of this whole super system is that it's modular. You don't have to use all of them at once. If you're stuck in one particular area, you focus in on that sort of segment of the camp graphic and really work on that. And chances are that's probably going to be at the top of the funnel, which is where we have the most challenge. And that's the reason why customers hire us is to ultimately acquire customers from cold traffic who doesn't know anything about what their product or service does. And that's one of the beauties of this whole thing. But not to be lost on all this, Tom, is that we're giving a real broad overview of what this whole thing is about. Getting deeper into each individual subset is what the customer acquisition show is really made for, correct? Yeah, we talk about this whole customer acquisition amplification framework in very specific and tactical terms on the customer acquisition show. So our team at Tier 11 is currently like 70 people, I think, all around the world. And one of the things that we realized is we are not doing a very good job of showcasing the knowledge within our team and how we apply that to customer acquisition. So we wanted to create a show where we can bring on our team and get deep into some of these subjects, both from a, like a, 
a higher level fundamentals, like marketing fundamentals perspective, but also getting really deep into specific ways that our team is using these different levels of customer awareness, these different traffic levels, different tactics, and how they all intertwine. And things change all the time. What's working now is not necessarily something that worked uh, three months ago. We joke that Meta is finally getting instant experiences and lead ads to finally work after years and years of pitching it. Things are always changing and we're always on, with the customer acquisition show, we're always trying to stay on trend of what's working now and really push forward to the future of what we think is going to be working next and how that all comes back to the fundamentals, which we rely on the customer acquisition amplification framework for. So the uh, I'm interested in the after the click stuff, like after Traffic Harmonizer, which is very similar to the old, but this is a really a new portion of it that I think a lot of marketers might forget about. And I think this is something that when we talk to people who are interested in scaling and growing their business, they really don't do much after the click. They set their website up and that's it. So talk to us about what conversion architecture and why people should start thinking about this as not necessarily a separate part of their ad and their traffic strategy, but as part of their entire marketing plan. And it's even... I always say it's 50% of the effectiveness of your ad. So really everything after the click really is your ad still. So take us through this whole section of the, of the framework. Yeah, I think the after the click is really the last area that we as humans and marketers can control. Right? Control has been, going a little bit away, has been going away in ad platforms. Like you can see with Performance Max where the insight and control that you have over your ads is very minimal but you do control your after-the-click experience. And with this section of the customer acquisition amplification graphic, I handed this off to our commercial architecture team because it was way beyond my level of expertise. And Maria and Lynn came back with something that really blew my mind and how to think about the different levels of the funnel and how they relate to the levels of customer awareness. So there's four key factors that we look at with the after the click. There's the offer design, like really how your offer is created for each level of customer awareness, where people are in their customer acquisition path or journey. So after you have your offers designed for each of these different levels, it's really going into like the sales funnel, the whole process for walking somebody from the time they click your ad all the way through them purchasing your product and ideally over and over again. And once you have that whole journey laid out, then we get into the CRO aspect of it, like really optimizing these different pages within that funnel. And finally, once you have your pages optimized, we really lean into the email aspect of it. And email is not just a after purchase solution. Like you can really think about email anytime after you've captured somebody's email, what you're gonna be showing to them. And it is again, specific to where they are in their customer awareness journey. Yeah, tremendous. So the after the click stuff, I think is something that we could probably talk about for quite some time here. And oftentimes lost in the mix of CRO and the classic conversion rate optimization is looking at the offer itself and how can you optimize and even augment that offer or 
offer upsells, one-click upsells, order bumps, all that to optimize your average order value or to maximize your average order value. Like all that stuff is included in after the click. Because at the end of the day, it's about acquiring new customers, but also making them lifelong customers, but making sure that exactly what you can afford to pay for that customer and you can afford to pay more by increasing your average order value. So much after the click isn't just about landing page optimization or sort of our CRO. It's really, it's about looking at your offer, how you can augment it, how you can make it even better with or without upsells and other things in order to add average order value and also diversifying your offer. And we see so many people and so many of our customers that have an offer that they run very successfully for years and years. And then all of a sudden it just, the market just gets tired of it. And I think every good offer has a shelf life, has a finite number of time, which it's just going to, it's going to peter out after a while. And one of the things that we've oftentimes found is maybe an offer that worked a few years ago and then stopped working. You can always bring that back too. Like, why wouldn't you bring back an offer that maybe worked two, three years ago, unless it's completely out of date. But in most cases, like this offer part of the equation is really important because at a certain point, you're going to have to continue to expand your offerings. And you look at all the big Fortune 500 companies, they end up like, how many brands of Crest are there? There was one brand and then there was offer optimization to 72 different modifications. I think there's five different toothpaste bottles like in, in my bathroom right now, Tom, they're all Crest. I have no idea what they do. Like some are whitening, some are gum, some are, I don't even know what they are, like stain fighting. Like who the hell knows? I just grab it in the morning. But the point is like the big companies know this. Your offer needs to be diversified. You always have to have in the back of your head, all right, that thing has a finite lifespan and I have to start thinking about how can I maybe offer something better, different, that is maybe related to what I've sold before or is is complementary to that initial offer. So that's what conversion rate optimization I think misses a bit, but I think it's hit on in this graphic here, which is so important, not only in online marketing, just in marketing in general. Yeah. And the other kind of mind blowing moment I had was when they talked about different offers at each step don't think about your singular offer of your product for a cost, right? It goes beyond that. Like earlier in the funnel, your offer is to trade education, like a lead magnet for their email address. And with that in mind, you can head over to tier11.com slash camp, C-A-A-M-P, and download this graphic. But then you have also different offers throughout the rest of the customer awareness journey. Maybe it's a white paper that really proves that your product is the right one. And you're trading, again, that value for their attention. And I, it was really kind of a, an eye-opening experience for me to see, oh, it's not just this singular offer at this one moment in time. It's specific offers for wherever they are in their customer awareness path. Yeah, so true. So well, all stuff that uh, we're going to be talking about a heck of a lot and getting even deeper in with a lot of tactics, a lot of high-end strategy. I think the conversion architecture side of the equation is so important and there's so much to it. And we're going to have a lot on that show about that, as well as all the other stuff that we talked about here, getting even deeper into customer acquisition amplification. So make sure that you do head over to tier11.com forward slash camp 
And to go along with that, especially for your top level, your level one traffic, definitely check out the other download over at tier11.com forward slash formula. Those are the video ad formulas that Tom mentioned in the early part of the show here. I think we've pretty much covered it at this point. I think the case studies that we talked about before, we'll have to do a couple of episodes over on the customer acquisition show about those, Tom. But this has been great. Your second time on PT. Now you're a perpetual traffic veteran. Where can people find out more about what you do? I'm most active on Twitter, although not extremely active. And you can find me at Tom D. Meredith on Twitter. I have a blue check mark because I signed up right away when Elon made it available right before he shut it all down. So I'm not, I shouldn't be verified, but I am. You can find me on Twitter at Tom D. Meredith, or you can just find us on anywhere with tier 11. Absolutely. And I was like five minutes late for that blue check mark, by the way, when you emailed that to me, I was like, oh, damn, they just had taken it down. So anyway, yeah, definitely check out Tom on Twitter. And also tell us what we can do better here at Perpetual Traffic, perpetualtraffic.com forward slash better. You can follow me over at LinkedIn. That's Ralph Burns. And uh, you can follow Kasim as well over at Twitter at Kasim Aslam. Go back and definitely listen to previous episodes and all resources and show notes we mentioned here on today's show will be over at perpetualtraffic.com. So on behalf of Tom Meredith from Tier 11, until next show, see ya. This might be the very last recording. Who knows? <laughs> nah. Nah. Thanks for listening to the Customer Acquisition Show. Take the next step toward growing your customer base. Visit tier11.com and request your customized growth plan. And remember to hit the follow button so you can be notified of future episodes.